chopped off heads, thick heads and blood. To me, riffs are fucking timeless. You've got generations of people going to see them. It's our best album so far. The fans have been asking for it. They've been asking for it for years. I would listen to it over and over and over again today. It's like music we play, man. You're either going to like it or not. There are satanic bands. Some of them really aren't. We're playing the craziest drunken debauchery show we've played probably ever. It is not a condition that they do in a podcast. You're listening to The Great Metal Debate Podcast. Welcome back, metal fans. It's The Great Metal Debate Podcast, episode 63, December 2019. Our annual countdown of the top heavy metal albums of the year. This is your host, Robert, a.k.a. Gom Dog Metallicus, coming to you solo today. No co-host available, so we'll be light on the debate in this episode, which is okay as we're wrapping up 2019 and talking about the best albums the year has brought us across the variety of metal genres. Before we get started, a reminder to check out all our content, debate episodes, artist interviews, album reviews, and fan casts on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. And you can follow the podcast on all major social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And if you have something to contribute to the debate, a topic for the show, or maybe your band has a song you'd like us to play, you can contact us by emailing thegreatmetaldebate at gmail.com. Get on board. We've got some great things in store for 2020, new guests and contributors, more artist interviews, and a host of show reviews. But now, on to our countdown. 20. I begin at 20 with long-standing German heavy power act Iron Savior and their 12th studio album, Kill or Get Killed, from our friends at AFM Records. What's not to like here? Heavy guitar-driven classic metal, solid driving rockers as well as some anthemic tracks, Grab our review of this album from earlier in the year for all the details about what makes this a great listen and one of the year's best metal releases. All hail the power of the Iron Savior. 19. At 19 is Visceral Disgorge with Slithering Evisceration by Agonia Records. Now, I'm not going to claim to be the biggest fan of brutal death metal, although my incredible experience at this year's Chicago Domination Fest definitely gave me an increased appreciation of the subgenre. I'd seen Visceral Disgorge, we'll just call them VD for short, a few years back on the North American Bloodletting Tour, and found them to be crazy entertaining. Slithering Evisceration may not be as good as ingesting putridity, but they retain those crushing guitar tones and killer snare sounds that make that album so great. Check out the whole album for a 31-minute slam fest. 18. At 18 is Napalm Records artist Visions of Atlantis and their new album Wanderers. First, Kudos to Visions of Atlantis for keeping a somewhat consistent lineup from the previous album. That consistency definitely bears fruit, as this is as strong as any release from the band. Harmonious and smooth with strong Celtic vibes, I enjoyed every song on this album, although Release My Symphony and Heroes of Dawn were faves. Clementine Delaney may not get the love of such crooners as Deanne Van Heersbergen or Liv Christine, but her voice is every bit as magical. Great work by this Australian-based symphonic metal tribe. 17. At 17, I have Melodic Death Crew Amon Amarth with Berserker from Metal Blade. I know the critiques that Amon Amarth are the ACDC of Melodeath, but I still can't help but appreciate the stubborn consistency that I find with their music. Berserker definitely has Amon Amarth utilizing the same formulaic but successful approach, 
simple but solid rhythms, mid-tempo pacing, and catchy riffs. A healthy dose of Viking metal, Berserker is imperfect, but still a hell of a fun ride. 16. Another release from the Metal Blade family is Tear and Hell. Hailing from the tiny Faroe Islands, Tear have with Hell an album that is riff-filled and very catchy. Henry Johansson's vocals are unique and diverse, and his lyrics are powerful. You can detect hints of thrash beneath the progressive folk sound. I'll be honest in saying I'm not as familiar with Tear's entire back catalog as I should be, but after hearing this album, Hell, I'm going to spend the time to catch up on their full inventory. 15. Next up are the Three Tremors, composed of vocal trio Tim Ripper Owens, Sean Hell Destroyer Peck from Cage, and Harry the Tyrant Conklin of Jank Panzer, with backing from the musicians in Sean Peck's band Cage. Now, usually I enjoy vocalists who employ radically different styles in complementary fashion in bands, so I'll be honest that I was skeptical about this project, melding three classic metal screamers. And rest assured, This is a hell of a scream fest. These guys take some risks musically, and while not every song succeeds, most do, and in some ways, the audacity of the music is itself impressive. In a genre that is often over the top, the three trimmers say, hold my beer, and take both vocals and shredding to the next level. 14. Groove Metal Pioneers Exhorter return in 2019 after a quarter-century hiatus with More in the Southern Skies, our number 14 album for the year. Showing my age a bit, I'm among those who remember the release of the classic Slaughter in the Vatican album, and while thrash is far from my favorite metal subgenre, there can be no denying the influence Exhorter had back in the early 1990s. More in the Southern Skies is a return to form for the band, with the same crunchy grooves, but a noticeably updated production. Count me among those who are glad to hear this band resurrected and delivering fresh mosh starting tracks for a new generation of metal fans. 13. I have Swedish power metal sextet Bloodbound with their eighth full-length studio album, Rise of the Dragon Empire. Another band I've had the pleasure to see live, and they are phenomenal. Rise of the Dragon Empire has Bloodbound continuing in much the same impressive vein as their 2017 release, War of Dragons. Fantastic guitar melodies, high-pitched vocals, Bloodbound's brand of European power metal is a joy to listen to. Would that more bands in the Americas would take their cue from the type of music Bloodbound is creating. 12. If you're looking for an evil, old-school metal feel, look no further than Bewitcher and their new album, Under the Witching Cross. This Portland trio has unleashed a blackened speed killer that is a worthy successor to their self-titled 2016 debut. Beginning with the fantastic Savage Lands of Satan, The album welcomes us to hell with a tsunami of distortion and devilish tones. Using nocturnal alchemy to weave unholy shadows and incantations, Bewitcher crushes the listener with blistering riffs and swirling tempos. The tracks are cruelly compelling, and this act has certainly been added to my bucket list of bands that I simply have to see. 11. At 11, I have Blood Incantation with Hidden History of the Human Race from Dark Descent Records. Blood Incantation is among the last decade's best new breed of American death metal composers. I struggle to describe their sound. There's so many subtle elements here, and as a non-musician, I'm not sure I'm competent to explain it other than simply saying it's brilliant. Crushing and psychedelic, rampaging and irreverent. I would have it higher on my list, except that only four songs and a mere 36 minutes, this is barely more than an EP. 
Look, guys, I appreciate the high quality. More quantity, please. Ten. I'll admit my bias. I don't give sufficient credence to slower-paced metal styles. But the release this year of The Course of Empire by German heavy doomsters Atlantean Codex cannot be ignored. Conceptually dense and epically performed, these guys are elite song crafters. There's not a single track here that doesn't feel monumental. It's just one of those albums that you find yourself listening through from beginning to end. This is thematic metal at its finest and deserving of accolades as a top 10 release in 2019. Nine. I'd always admired Tarja Tarunin from her work in Nightwish, but it wasn't until I saw her live that I truly appreciated what an epic singer and songwriter she is. Her new album, In the Raw, gives us a bit more of that live spark than perhaps we'd heard in some of her previous solo releases. Throughout, her voice sparkles, giving color and emotion to tracks such as Tears in the Rain, Dead Promises, and Serene. Guitarist Alex Scholp, who some might also know from German heavy rocker's Sinner, picks and chooses where to shine, infusing a mix of eclectic, speedy, or hard rock melody. Fans of symphonic and neoclassical metal shouldn't sleep on Tarja's In the Raw. Eight. For our eighth best album of 2019, we have Norwegian black and folk unit Borknagar with True North from Century Media. Holy shit, this is a banger. Borknagar's last album was one of the best of 2016, and True North follows up in fantastic fashion. So consistent and vastly underrated, Borknagar does it again. From the crisp structure of Thunderous through the epic melodies of Mount Rapture, the work here is amazing. So atmospheric and addictive. It seems that whatever project Matt Harvey touches turns to musical gold. And the debut full-length release from True Metal Warrior's Pounder, titled Uncivilized, is a true gem. Beginning with the appropriately titled Fuck Off or Die, Pounder don't give two fucks about being pretty or nuanced, but deliver a gut punch of crude and primitive metal that satisfies our most primal urges. This is one I best not put on when I'm on the freeway, because I'm guaranteed to speed and likely flip him the bird as I pass him. Immortal Mastermind Abbott is back with his second full-length album entitled Outstrider, our number six metal release of 2019. This one is just as relentless as the debut offering, with more classic black metal delivered from the master. An album filled with fast, primitive fretwork and haunting keyboard flourishes. Sometimes the vocal efforts don't match the hype, but otherwise this is another solid effort. Try listening to this one loud and not feel compelled to throw up the horns. Five. A late addition to my list, just picked up on this gym in the past month, is Russian folk metal foursome Stozar with Chill Battles in the Embrace of Winter. Chill Battles in the Embrace of Winter. Or at least that is what I understand the translation to be. To be perfectly honest, I'm not certain whether I'm pronouncing the band's name correctly, and with zero knowledge of the Cyrillic alphabet, I won't even attempt to name any song titles. But the music is amazing. The songs are diverse, with beautiful and extended majestic folksy melodies and festive, and festive atmospheric instrumentals. Eurosovet's harsh vocals contrast well with Evgenia Vitlugina's urgent female singing. I'm a whore for folk metal, and this new release from Stozar definitely scratches my itch. Four. At four. Coming up in the Georgia-U.S. metal community, Paladin broke out this year with their debut full-length album, Ascension, from Prosthetic Records. Taylor Washington and company take so many traditional metal sounds and 
not so much innovate them musically, but infuse them with new life and vigor. Palette and play with precision and conviction. The leads and riffs are complex, almost progressive at times. And beyond that, the songs are catchy and powerful with vocal and guitar melodies that drives the music forward. Just listen to Carpe Diem or Shoot for the Sun. They're addictive and ultra headbangable tracks. This is a band that is going places, and you are missing out big time if you don't have Ascension on your playlist. Three. While perhaps nowhere rivaling the majesty of Helvetios, Atignatos nonetheless continues to show Elvete as folk metal sovereigns. While I still miss the unique singing of Anna Murphy, the addition of Fabienne Ernie is not without merits. Her vocals are solid and soaring, and her Celtic harp is superb. As always with Elvete, despite their Celtic qualities, the influence of melodic death metal is obvious, especially on such tracks as Death Walker featuring classic hurdy-gurdy lines and Worship with vocal contributions from Lamb of God's Randy Blythe. This is clearly Elvete 2.0, a new incarnation of the band after so many lineup changes, but in many ways still incorporating much of the best of what they've always been. Two. After the interesting musical experiment that was 2016's Winter's Gate, Insomnium are back to their old ways on Heart Like a Grave, featuring 10 new classic tracks. There's nothing gimmicky here, just the characteristic brutal melancholy we've come to know and love from these Finnish musicians. There's so much good stuff on this album, from the dynamic load of Valediction to the uplifting guitar melodies of And the Bells They Toll, and the title track itself, which may go down as one of Insomnium's best tracks ever. Throughout, the guitars and keyboards create a wall of moody and melodic atmosphere that is almost hypnotic. Insomnium may not have reached perfection with Heart Like a Grave, but they are closing in and evolving into mellow death metal musicianship, approaching its highest level. One. At number one, I have Dialeth with Extinction Six. I don't recall how I got turned on to Dialeth, but... Am I glad I discovered this incredible band? Hailing from Connecticut, Dialeth are an independent symphonic power metal unit with just one EP prior to this release. And what a release it is. The songs on Extinction 6 are urgent, memorable, and compelling. There are so many great tracks, but gun to my head, I'd pick The Sound of Your Voice, Libra, and the title track as my faves. Krista Sion gives an exceptional vocal performance, a passionate voice with Excellent range, but also wise enough not to exceed her bounds. Guitarist and orchestral composer Alastair Wallace Mackey has written phenomenal hooks, leads, and scoring. I can't stress how incredible the composition is on this album. Someone spent hours, days, weeks, and months obsessing over these songs to get them just right. You can literally hear the consideration in every note. Nothing is misplaced, and the entire album just flows. I don't know what these guys sound like live, but they put together an impressive CD of metal music, in my opinion, the best of 2019. We'll finish off the episode with the first full track from this amazing album. Here's Dialith with The Sound of Your Voice. See you in 2020.